At To The Bat Poles Podcast, we look at the many sides of our favorite hero, Batman. For example, Encyclopedia Batman. It's the basic formula for escaping from the Siamese human knot. I just recalled it. Civic Responsibility Batman. Only a criminal would disguise himself as a licensed bonded guard, yet callously park in front of a fire hydrant. Impish Humor Batman. Look at him, Robin. That crooked bird's going crazy. And more. See if you can identify other sides of the Cape Crusader, and then join us at To The Bat Poles Podcast, available wherever podcasts are found or at tothebatpoles.libsyn.com. Batman has many sides, but can we trust him to save the day? You can be sure if it's Batman. You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Natalie, hi, and welcome to the show. Hi, welcome to the show also. Oh, thank you. We're both welcoming to the show. Thanks. Welcome us both to the show and welcome listener. So, already on this show in the past, we've talked about what we consider the last show of the 20th century, which was Freaks and Geeks. Mm, yes. It aired in the fall of 1999 and was canceled during its first season with six episodes unaired, even though it later became a cult classic, yeah. but that you'll so, go back and listen to our Freaks and Geeks episode. For sure. So wish that was longer. I know. It was so good. So, being canceled mid-season wasn't uncommon. It still is not today. Mm-hmm. Plenty of shows get the axe early on and end up shelving recorded episodes. It just happens. But, today I want to talk to you about the shortest series of the 20th <laughs> century. First, we're going to drop ourselves into Wednesday, February 5th, 1969. Mm, hi. Yay. Happy to be here. Yeah. Let's take our our time machine. We haven't used our time machine in a we long haven't. time. Doodle, doodle, doodle. Okay. I want us to be in Southern California because that sounds nice and groovy. Yes, it and does. We're staying at the monkey's pad because they're not using it. It's 1969. Oh, true. Yeah. True, true. So let's get some cold 7-Up bottles from the icebox mm. and settle in front of the TV yes. to watch Here Come the Brides. Oh, okay. Starring Bobby Sherman. Yes. Julie, 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 do you love me? You didn't see Bobby Sherman with us, I don't did think you? I ever did. I was thinking about that today. Um, we saw Bobby Sherman live with Davy Jones. That was like the second time we met Davy Jones. And then I realized that you weren't there. I was not. But Julie, Julie, Julie was with us. Yes. Anyway, he was on Here Come the Brides. So it's 8 o'clock on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And we're watching this. Tonight's episode is called Democracy in Action. In which the government wants to build a road through Seattle and I guess Mark Leonard, who plays Spock's dad on Star Trek, doesn't like that. But I don't really know hmm. how government stuff works and land <laughs> issues and whatever. So that's what we're watching. Um, and we are waiting for a new show that we saw an ad for. I think you on YouTube looked up this ad. Because yes. I did not give you very much homework this week. But what I gave you no. was watch what you can find of this show yes. on the YouTube. Yes. Incidentally... Um, across the country in Boston, a baby boy is born today. His name is Robert Beresford Brown. 
and he'll grow up to join an R&B group called New Edition. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. So, anyway, the TV Guide says that after Here Come the Brides is the premiere of a new show called Turn On, which, like I said, we saw mm-hmm. a preview for, and it looks a lot like Laughing. Yes. And we love Laughing. We do. So we can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. We don't get to see it. No. And I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) On February 5th, 1969, ABC aired a sketch comedy show called Turn On. As I said, it was created by the producers of Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In, Ed Friendly, and George Schlatter. After CBS and NBC rejected it, the series was picked up by ABC for a 13-week run. Only two episodes were produced. Only one aired. But not really one. Like half of one. Like half of one. (laughs) But here's what happened. First episode was hosted. You probably recognize the host when you watch the clip. There's not a lot of clips. Correct. There's all... The only thing I could even find was like a Mm 40-second little montage. With a guest star. I don't even know if I saw a guest star. You didn't see Tim Conway? I did not. (gasps) Okay. Interesting. So Tim Conway was the host of the first show. Okay. It also starred Teresa Graves, who would later be a regular on Laughing, and Mel Stewart, who played Henry Jefferson on All in the Family. Oh. Mel Stewart, you would recognize his face. He was in a lot of stuff all the time. Now, remember how Laughing's format was short, sometimes flashy segments punctuated by quick jokes and sight gags. Yes. We all love Laughing. Turn on was like that, but like quicker mm-hmm. and on acid. <laughs> the cuts were faster and the jokes were way dirtier. Yeah. Some people described it as a sensory assault. <laughs> there were sketches formatted as four paneled comic strips. Then there was stop motion animation, puppets, blackface, political banners, anti Semitism. And lots and lots of sex jokes. I can imagine why this got canceled. And the only clip that I saw, well, then I actually saw something else that was like showing the preview, but it had more about the show that you just said, Here Come the Brides. Yes. And then the fact that Spartacus was on afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So that was very brief and it had some words or whatever. But the first one I saw showed random clips going across and all I saw was... The guy in blackface and a couch full of Ku Klux Klan members. Oh, my God. And so I was like, uh, (laughs) what am I watching? And then those were the only clips I actually found. Then everything else, like, that was right there. And I was like, okay, I'm not supposed to do any research on this, though, because she's going to tell me this. I was like, but were people talking about why Mm -hmm. it was canceled? And some of it was I couldn't even listen to. Um, But... That was it. They were saying that it was so, yeah, that it got, like, somebody canceled it halfway through or whatever. So then I was uh, listening, yeah, to, like, these people who I think did a podcast on it. So they were saying how they had to go to New York. So apparently there's a place where you can watch any television show that ever existed. Yes, there is. I was like, oh, my God, when are we going? I know. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, same thing. I was kind of like, that's all I I was like, uh, I'm not even sure this is going to be... And I don't even know if I want to say on our podcast, the uh, the one thing the guy said that it was in the clip where he said something like, 
she told me to give it to her and I, and I gave her the whole big thing or something like it was, I can't remember yeah. if that's the exact words. And I was like, what I bet this happening? show is all Seriously. about sex. <laughs> 8, 8.30 on a Wednesday night? Yeah. I, that, I, that's just unbelievable to me. Like the Beverly Hillbillies was on after this. Oh my gosh. On another channel. Yeah. But like families were sitting down to watch mm-hmm. the TV. Although if you didn't let your kids watch laughing, you wouldn't have let them watch this. Mm, that's for so sure. So I guess that really depends. Yeah. When this show did air at 8.30 that Wednesday night. So it starts in New York and then the time zones, they mm. all, you know, they mm-hmm. delay it for the time zones. One station, by the time it got to one station in Ohio, they got so many calls in protest that they didn't return from the commercial break. <laughs> they, they did the first 15 minutes of the show, and then they pulled the plug. They instead replaced the program with a black screen and organ music. Wow. And the general manager of that station sent an angry telegram to the president of ABC. <laughs> And several stations in the later time zones chose not to air the show at all. Which is why we don't get to watch it in the monkey's pad, because it was pulled before it got there. Yes. The Dallas ABC affiliate chose to air it two hours late at 10.30, thinking that that audience may be cooler, (laughs) but they still received a ton of complaints. Oh my gosh. Like, hundreds of complaints. This show was so bad. Yeah. And just to... Like, reiterate, these were really fast sketches with no scenery, like, no sets. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, white screen, like, white background, and then people telling jokes. So, some, one of the things I did try to watch was a guy who, I don't know if he was a producer, he said this was supposed to be created inside a big white bubble. Yeah, the premise of it was that it was, like... A show created by a computer that would just make up random sketches. And And then he was like, and then you would see somebody here. Yeah, it was very weird the way he described it. And then the other people that were doing, like, the podcast, they were like, when we watched this, you were, like, waiting. They're like, the first, like, eight minutes, I was like, okay, eventually we're going to figure out what this is supposed to be about. Because they said it was so fast. Like, like you're saying, the clips. And they're like, and this, they played, like, some music. They're like, this was on constantly in the background. This music right here. And it then was they a played Moog it. synthesizer. That's right. They did talk about the mm-hmm. Moog synthesizer. And I was like, okay, this is so bizarre. Even listening to them talk about it. So I was like, okay, I can't even imagine how that was going to be. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So the show premiered. It got pulled. Meanwhile, the cast and crew, including Tim Conway, the host, mm-hmm. uh, were in California having a cast party. Um, during the premiere of the mm. show. But by the time their time zone rolled around, it had been can- they were told it was canceled. <laughs> and it became a farewell party for the right, show. For right they were away. like, well, that's that's it. That's, that's a wrap. That's our wrap party. And Tim Conway, there's a um, kind of recent interview with him where he's like, yeah, I'm proud of it. It was the shortest, worst show ever. ever. I'm proud of it. Huh. Yeah, and he he's laughing about how he was at the party and found out it was canceled. Unreal. It is unreal. They had filmed possibly some ep- more episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that it always comes back to, according to these podcasters, were that the monkeys were supposed yes. to be on this show. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's why I have this book sitting here. Oh. In case you were wondering. Um, only two episodes were produced to be aired. 
But according to Andrew Sandoval's book, oh. The Monkey's Day-by-Day Story of the 60s Pop Sensation, they did film an episode that was not one of those two, indicating that there were way more mm. that were scrapped before they were ever finalized. So they were filmed, but they were not finalized. Yeah. I, I just brought this down for visual for oh you because... goodness. Wednesday, March 12th, was supposed to be the telecast of the group's appearance on the ABC Network show Turn On, but the plug was pulled and the show, on the show last month, and the spot never aired or was publicly screened. Well, so we're going to need to see that. Yes. According to this, (laughs) it should have aired on Wednesday, March 12th, 1969. Well, dang it. I know. You would think that... That would be somewhere. Like, Mm -hmm. where is it, Andrew? Right. Is it in my Monkey's box set that I haven't watched all of yet because Mm. there's so many hours of it? Mm. Oh, anyway. Interesting. So here is a newspaper article from The Time. It's titled, Stations Turn Off, Turn On. (laughs) The new ABC TV comedy show Turn On has been canceled by several ABC stations on grounds it is vulgar and dirty. And the network indicated Friday that the show may be cleaned up. It was never cleaned up. How could you possibly right? clean that up? ABC reacted after stations KATV in Little Rock, Arkansas, KBTV in Denver, and WEWS-TV in Cleveland told the network they would not air the show. I'm sorry, just to break from this, did no one watch this before? Right. Did no one say... This is probably not good. They didn't... I mean, like, who screens stuff like that? I mean, isn't there a whole slew of things? And did people really think, like, oh, yeah, this will be fine because yeah. people like laughing? I mean, why didn't you try to set... Like, br- don't you bring people in at that time and yeah. say, like, hey, does everybody think we could everybody air this? okay with this? I mean, today, it wouldn't be that big a deal. Right. But at the time, you know, everybody was uptight at the mm-hmm. time. Standards and practices. Right. I don't know how it got through. The New York Times, this is back to the article again. The New York Times Jack Gould called it one half the length and one half the quality of NBC's Laugh-In, whose producers also turned out, turn on. In Little Rock, Robert D. Doubleday, vice president and general manager of KATV, said he viewed the show before Wednesday night's telecast. (laughs) Thought it was in bad taste, but decided to let the viewers decide. They ob- they obliged by jamming the station switchboard with telephone calls complaining about the show's taste. The Denver station's viewers did not get a chance to judge Turn On. Scheduled for showing there tonight, it was canceled by program manager Jack Wilson after he saw a pre-screening. We have decided without hesitation, he said, that it would be offensive to a major segment of the audience. Huh. And also, I forgot to read to you the telegram that was sent by the Ohio station manager. He said, if your naughty little boys have to write dirty words on the walls, please don't use our walls. Turn on is turned off as far as WEWS is concerned. There you go. Wow controversy in 1969. I mean, I don't really know why you would think. And again... I don't know if it didn't, just from what I saw, and maybe I needed to see some more of the (laughs) clips of the people talking about it, of what things were shown. But again, like I said, that weird montage that I saw go across the screen, I was like, what? 
I mean, what are these clips actually going to be? I was like, okay, that seems extreme and bizarre and offensive just from yeah, not seeing hardly anything. I, I was mean, like, you and okay. I are sitting there just watching Bobby Sherman, mm-hmm. and then we're supposed to be bombarded by sex jokes. Yeah. I um, never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's... It was experimental television. Yeah, that's really and bizarre. It got to a point, you would think if it gets to one point... And then past, you know, these people, mm-hmm. that it's going to be okay, but obviously not. Hmm. So this whole thing led ABC to reject Norman Lear's show All in the Family, as they didn't want another controversy around offensive content. Interesting. But All in the Family was picked up by CBS, who had rejected Turn On, and premiered the second week of January 1971. Mm. So, like... We said you can find some very short clips. I watched everything on the internet about this show, and that took me, like, if you don't include search time, 10 minutes. (laughs) There's really nothing. No. I looked on the YouTube, and like I said, there was a thing that said 55 minutes long, and I'm like, oh, well, Mm -hmm. she told me there were short clips. Well, that was when I clicked on it. It was somebody else's podcast talking about watching the show. Right. So I was like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, the rest, I mean, they were all interviews. There was no, yeah, there wasn't anything else for me to get to watch of it. So they sure scrubbed that. (laughs) They were like, we're going (laughs) to, yeah. You would think it would be out there like that. I mean, that's historical. We're talking about it right now. Yeah. We're talking about it all these years later. But clearly, like, if that's something and they pulled that so quick and most people didn't even get to see it, you know, because you're, I I don't know how some stuff from way back in the day gets pirated and put on, you know, places or whatever. But that, I mean, I'm, yeah, this is so funny. And I'd never even heard of it. So, yeah, that's crazy. Some very short clips are on YouTube, but if you want to see more, you have to travel to New York City, like you said, Mm -hmm. to the Paley Center for Media, which is open to the public from noon to 6, Wednesday through Sunday. Admission is $20. And you can go in there and you can watch stuff. I want to go in there. We got to. I want to be... I want to have my senses assaulted mm-hmm. by turn on. And I yes. want to see how bad it is. Because I'm betting that, like, some things are just, like, for us, vanilla. Yeah. And other things will be, like, you can't say that mm-hmm. at any time on yeah. television. Yeah. <laughs> at any time. At I any mean, time ever, yeah. I read in a Variety article some of the, like, some anti-Semitic jokes that they had in there and stuff. And I'm shocked. And I was like, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I know there's things in past shows that are offensive now that mm-hmm. they didn't find offensive then, but that's, I mean, some right. things have always been. Yeah, there's stuff that's still offensive. It's just that, you know, jokes that were told about certain things, but when you say certain things a certain way. Yeah. Or whatever. But yeah, that's, that's interesting. I know. I really, really would be intrigued to see this because. Huh. So crazy. So crazy. Well. I mean, it doesn't sound like it ruined anyone's career. Yeah. I guess since nobody saw it. True. You know, people went on. Must have just forgot about it afterwards, too. <laughs> so, if it, especially, like you said, if half the country didn't even get to and then they only saw. And I'm wondering, like you said, if people really were for where it was played, what, for 15 minutes mm-hmm. before the first commercial break. Uh, like those podcasts. I mean, they're probably, you're just, you might be sitting there also just like, my brain hurts. What am I watching? <laughs> and maybe you weren't even really offended or like... Depending on your age at the time or whatever, yeah. but like maybe you're watching it and then just going, okay, 
can we just turn it over? Like, the, right. uh, this is bizarre. Just turn it over. But you called the station. Yeah. Here's what you did. You got up off the couch. The Davenport. The Davenport. <laughs> you went into the kitchen to your phone. You pulled mm-hmm. out the phone book and out of the junk drawer. Yep. You looked through to find the station number for the TV station. And you, yeah, rotary dialed. Or you called the operator. I don't yeah. know how it went in 1969. Yeah. Get me Klondike 454. <laughs> and then they got you that. And then you were like, I am offended by what has assaulted my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Which I could see if you have kids at home or in general, or if you're so, so like, I'm sorry, but fuddy duddy ish that you may have a problem enough that you'd call and say, yeah. Don't ever put something like don't that make on my again. Kids watch that after. Here come the brides. Yeah, I don't know why Beaver's not washing behind his ears at eight thirty at night, but you know, you do you. Exactly. It's Wednesday. Yes. So bizarre. Oh, so that's the story of the shortest, shortest program of the twentieth century. Hmm. Yeah, of ever. I mean, because now something like that happens. Now you're still going to see it. Yeah, it's going to be out there. Yeah. It's not going to be destroyed. No. Well, and if something's on now, it's, yeah, it lives forever. Like I said, people are recording things. So if somebody has it somewhere, they'll just replay it, If even if it did get pulled. and Somebody sneak into the Paley Center. Yeah. I mean, I'm not advocating this. Yeah. That's record wrong. Record it and then send it to us. a little clip. <laughs> Give me a taste. I want to see it. I really do. Me too. So uh, that's mm. what we have for today's episode. Um, next time you guys tune in to this show... We'll be talking about Dallas. Oh, yeah. Finally. Finally. I got to tell you something. I got a, like, one of the Nielsen, you know, the Nielsen people. They Mm -hmm. sent me a book Mm. to record my viewing habits for the week. Nice. Which they still do. And I'm thinking, first of all, they, it used to be you could only write down what you saw on cable or, Mm -hmm. like, live TV. But they've changed it now so you can do streaming services because that's all I watch. I only watch that. So you write down what you're watching when. And I'm like, wow, they are not going to ask me back. Because (laughs) they're going to be like, what? They are going to be like, this woman watched Dallas for four hours. (laughs) Dallas. Oh, they definitely shouldn't send me one. They're going to be Googling like, is there a current Dallas in 2023? They're like, weird. I thought that was over. Yeah. So I was like, I watched, like on Friday, I watched Dallas for like four hours Mm -hmm. because I was working. And then I watched Alfred Hitchcock Presents for like a half hour and I got bored. And I watched Dallas for like another three hours. Not all in like one big chunk, but that was my day. Yeah. I watched How I Met Your Mother at night. Like, I don't watch new shows. No. And that would be me. They'd be like, they'd see mine and it would be like Friends, Law and Order SVU, (laughs) Dallas, Living Single. Anyone who's going to take the time (laughs) to fill out this form is going to be watching Murder, She Wrote. I'm sorry. That's true. That's just the way it is. I don't know how Nielsen is getting accurate information. Right. I swear they used to do something where they sent boxes to people's they, houses. Yeah, you they had to hook used it up to. to your TV. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, I remember filling out a survey for that like long, long ago when we stopped cable. But mm. yeah, I just thought Not it was funny. Info. They gave me ten bucks, so I'm like, You're if like, you sure you want to see a 47 year old watching Days and Days of Dallas, that's mm-hmm. fine. There you go. <laughs> Add this to your information, Nielsen. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, and I also, I want to tell you about what happened to me at yoga 
Mm. or that synergy class last week. I mean, it didn't really happen to me, uh, but I did let my imagination run away with what was going on in the class. Mm -hmm. And I thought that I was entering the murder she wrote stage of my life. Uh Uh-oh. So, but I'm going to tell you about that on Patreon. Oh, okay. So if you guys want to support the show, you can come on over to Patreon and it's like $2 a month or more if you want to give more for more benefits. And then you can like listen to our whole back catalog of uh, episodes that we have just about random stuff. Random and we get crazy. We get get a little crazy. Um, So anyway, do you have anything more to say about Turn On? I don't think so. I'm sorry that I made them assault your eyeballs. I know it was it was interesting (laughs) for sure. But I since I didn't really get to see much of anything, but I'm like now I'm intrigued at least. You saw the lady on the motorcycle. Yeah, I did see the lady on the motorcycle. Did you see the dancing face stick figure thing? Oh God, no! It was like the first time, like the first motion capture. Hmm. image of ever or something now. like that but yeah it's weird oh it's really weird i don't know <laughs> strange all right let's wrap up this weirdness yeah wrap it up wrap it up okay if you enjoy the show please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram we love to hear from our listeners For additional content, check us out at patreon.com slash tvtangents. I should have mentioned that, uh, I just realized that after the fact that we were talking about that show, and today is February 5th. Oh my god. I know. Like, when I saw it, when you showed, when I saw the things on there, I was like, oh, so today? Today's Bobby Brown's birthday? Okay. Today's my grandma's birthday, too. So I was going to say, during that, when that show aired, my grandma would have been 41. That wouldn't have been on anywhere near close to their house, ever. (laughs) Not (laughs) the the house. Your grandma turning that on. Oh, my word. Yes. (laughs) Natalie, that is so weird because, first of all, I never know what the date today is because... At work, I'm always, like, a couple weeks behind. So I'm, mm. like, right yeah. now I'm still in January. So I never think about what today's date is. Yeah. Unless I have an appointment. But earlier, I was looking at the calendar because my son has an appointment tomorrow. And I was like, appointment February 6th. February 6th. Today's the 5th. And then I was thinking, like, I must have known it was the 5th, obviously. Because I've typed it a bunch of times today. Not mm. realizing the reason I typed it a bunch of times today is because I was writing notes for this show. Yes. That is psychotic. I know. That See? is so weird. Weird things like that happen to us all the time. Like Quantum they Leap. Do. When we were talking about Quantum Leap and it was the day it aired was the day we were recording, which That's is also right. Michelle's birthday. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> as soon as I started watching those and you told me to look it up, I'm like watching the little episodes and I was like, February 5th. Oh, that's why she did this, because that's, that's today. Cr- except that this episode isn't going to air today. I know, but we always talk about like a that. Month. Where we're like, when we're recording this. You guys, when it's... we recorded this, it was February 5th. It's so spooky, you don't even understand. It's like, all the time at work, when I'm at work, someone will call, and I, I'll get off the phone with them and realize that their chart is on my desk, and mm. they're the next patient that I need to work on. I'm and telling you. my coworker and I say that all the time. I'll hang up the phone and I'll go, oh my gosh, this guy's chart is on my desk. And she goes, this happened last week. She goes, that happens all the time. I had a dream, not last night, but the night before. And it was a very bizarre, splotchy dream where I watched a plane 
that was small and we were like all sitting outside somewhere like act all crazy and then fly into a mountain. It was almost like cartoonish. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing I know I'm standing there and I don't know who's with me, but here comes Lisa, our friend Lisa and her kids, I think walking towards me and I hug her because then I realized Kevin was on her husband. Kevin was on the plane and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's all I remember. That's crazy. In the morning, I'm on my phone. Who texts me? Lisa Sell. I was like, who I don't talk to unless I need to get my hair done. And I was like, what happened? What happened? And I click on it and she needs to reschedule my, or she needs to get me with somebody else. So I was like, did you tell her don't let Kevin get on? I know. I was like, I don't know if I should say that because that sounds bizarre. Right? Like I was like, why did I dream that? that. So then I just That's how people get saved. Well, maybe I should have. (laughs) But I was like, oh my God. So yeah. Very bizarre. Things like that happen. Crazy, 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 crazy. Like me. Bye bye. Bye bye.